Surprise! The springtime surprise medals are here. Run Disney made an announcement late Wednesday afternoon that the medals had arrived, which is great news. But when we recorded this episode on Tuesday night, it didn't look like they were going to be available. So, Greg, who is an awesome editor, as you know, is going to do his best to edit this podcast to see if he can make it make sense. But if a stray No Medals reference leaks through in here, please forgive us. (sighs) 3 a.m. Again, why did I ever think this was a good idea? Welcome to the Rise and Run podcast. Join our group of Run Disney friends as we talk about running at Walt Disney World and beyond. We'll discuss recent runs, training, upcoming races, and surprise topics suggested by you, our listeners. Well, the alarm's gone off, so let's go. Welcome to episode number 25 of the Rise and Run podcast. As always, we are delighted to have you with us. Tonight, I'm Bob. I'm sitting outside in wonderfully comfy Florida where it is currently not raining. I hope it stays that way for most of Springtime Surprise Weekend, but we'll see. But I'm here tonight with John. How you doing? Good, John. Thanks. I'm here with Greg. Hey, hey, hey. However, Miss Alicia is not with us this evening. Mademoiselle Lexi is spending her last night in Paris, and Jack's just out goofing off. I think she's probably working on a passport to run YouTube video. Greg, check that off for me, will you please? Setting that. new records on the uh, shameless <laughs> plugs. Way to go, Bob. But fear not, we have two special guests. I'm so excited. We've got, and I have to keep them straight, we've got Jen and Jennifer with us tonight as guest hosts on our podcast. Ladies, welcome. How about uh, if you could take just a moment and introduce ourselves to your listeners. And Jen, I'll ask you to go first. Okay. Hi, everybody. I'm Jen. Um, I live in Indiana, and um, my running background is kind of unique. I was fortunate enough to grow up around a fun running community. My dad was a runner, and now as an adult, I can look back and see that um, – he, he, I like, I was surrounded by just awesome runners. I used to join him like on the track when they do speed training and lots of them ran the Boston marathon and qualified for that. But I was just a kid that just was, you know, just there, but I never ran. Um, I was fortunate enough to see my dad run the Boston marathon. Um, he was training for his fourth Boston marathon when he had a heart attack. And Mm. so he, that sidetracked him but it inspired me to want to run. So I started running in high school and ran cross country and he was kind of my coach and trainer. Unfortunately, I got injured, um, knee, knee issues. And so kind of had to hang up my running shoes. Didn't think that I would be able to run anymore. Um, then, uh, fast forward to my thirties, had kids. We started going to Disney. Um, we were on the Disney cruise and I decided to run the Castaway 5k. Castaway K. Yep. And absolutely loved it and realized how much I missed running. And I was like, okay, I got to figure this out. 
So started doing research and realized, um, learned about the Galloway method um, and said, okay, I want to do this. Um, So signed up for my first um, marathon in 2018 at Disney. Um, Said I was one and done. And um, so then I was like, okay, I'll just do like wine and dine and Star Wars weekend. (laughs) to do the marathon. Um, decided to throw my name in the hat for the 2019 New York City Marathon Lottery. Got in on my first oh, try. Wow. Nice. <laughs> and so then I was like, okay, um, if I'm going to train for another marathon, then I'm going to go ahead and do Dopey. So did Dopey 2020. And a girl. the rest is history. And now I'm hoping here in a couple weeks to sign up for Dopey 2023. So we'll see. Good for you. I plan to sign up for it myself. We'll see what happens. <laughs> well, thanks, Jen. It's glad we're glad to have you here, and you. I'm, I'm doing my best to keep Jen and Jennifer separate. So far, <laughs> I've done I've done better at this. Now, listen, guys, this is true, right? I've done better at this than I do at Jack and Lexi most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, welcome. How about you? Uh, I'm Jennifer. I live in Florida. Also, I'm on the Treasure Coast, so I'm about an hour and a half south of Disney myself. Um, I started running in 2012. I did my first half. I was living in Hawaii at the time and uh, did my first race over there. And I decided to start running because I had lost 100 pounds and decided, let's see, what can I do? I wanted to kind of step up my game a little bit and just kind of challenge myself. So I signed up for a half marathon and didn't die on my first one. So then the following year, I did my first full, which was Honolulu, which was a bit of a challenge. That was my first full. Really? I I loved it. It was, it was beautiful. It's a beautiful place to run, you know, and, and I had convinced my medical director at the time at the hospital that I worked to run Honolulu as well. So as payback, she convinced me <laughs> to sign up for the Goofy Challenge in okay. 2015. So that was my first Disney race was Goofy. And uh, then that same year I did the, I think it was the last race they did at Disneyland. So I was able to get oh, the yeah. Coast to Coast medal that year. So I was so excited. Um, I, since then, I've done 19 Disney races. Um, good. I signed up for the New York City half in 2019 by the lottery, got into that. And I actually was one of the people who crossed the finish line and they had run out of medals. So um, we got a guaranteed entry into the next year because of that. But then, of course, COVID happened and that all got pushed off. So that was why I ended up being able to run it this year. So when's your next Disney run, Jennifer? You have one on? Um, Not until November. Uh, wine and dine and jen you um probably just hoping for dopey dopey okay cool well i hope to see you at both of those i hope i hope things work out that sounds good let's break off for a second here and john let me ask you early in the show any new reviews yeah we got two we got two on uh apple podcasts uh we got one from tza 2011 friendly engaging podcasts the Rise and Run podcast is a great group of friendly, familiar-sounding folks chatting about run, running in Disney. The hosts are engaging and supportive of each other and their community of listeners. I can't re- recommend this podcast enough. Definitely five stars. Keep up the good work. Tom. Oh, that's awful. That's awful. Nice. Is that um, 
I think it's Tom from Tom from Will Run For. Tom from Will Run For. Thank you, Tom. I, I genuinely appreciate that. By the way, gang, if you haven't been over to the Will Run For and rated theirs, please do that. Absolutely. Uh, I did yeah. it a while ago. Uh, I did it early on, as a matter of fact. So please do that. Uh, but thank you, Tom. Uh, was that the only one, John? I thought we got got another one. Uh, run, eat, drink, and listen to the Rise oh, and Run podcast. Yeah. yeah, the red, the red folks, the yeah. red folks. Yeah, run and drink podcast. Run Disney is how I found and caught the running bug, and we love listening to this podcast while running, eating, and drinking, and listening to Bob and his podcast crew. They help us keep us motivated during training. They share great tips and have fun guests too. Yeah. That's fun. Now, that's Amy and Dana from the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And the reason they singled me out is because I know those guys. I've met them on several occasions. In fact, uh, first time I met them was at one of Jeff Galloway's runs. And they were they were actually doing a video. I think they were going to give it to Jeff for uh, anniversary of one of, the, uh, one of the Galloway half marathons. But they're very nice people. I don't know. I think Dana and Amy are going to be at Springtime Surprise. I'm not positive. I'm going to say they are later on in the roll call, but I'm not positive. Uh, I'm almost certain they're going to be at Wine and Dine in November. Yeah, I listened to the last podcast, Bob, and now I'm jonesing for a scotch egg and stiffy toffee, <laughs> <sticky> toffee pudding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so they'll be glad to hear that. Like I said, they're 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 really nice folks, both of them. Hey, come on, that's what this community is all about. By golly, I just love it. Well, thank you so much. Um, we genuinely, genuinely appreciate that. They do help get the word out about the show and they help drive up our uh, hits on Apple Podcasts and we appreciate it. Uh, there was one more comment we wanted to talk about and that wasn't a review so much as it was a Facebook comment that Judy made. And she asked some interesting questions and I'll, I'll try to boil it down a little bit. First of all, Judy, we look forward to seeing you. You're going to do the Tower of Terror 10-miler. John will be there. Lexi, Jack, I think Jack's doing the 10-miler. Jack's doing the 10-miler. Yeah. Lexi and Alicia are doing the challenge, so they'll be doing all of them. I will not be doing the 10-miler, but I'll be on the sidelines. Look for me somewhere. Anyway, we we look forward to seeing you there, Judy. Um, Judy says that... uh, she had run a two forty half, which is a nice pace, Judy. That's a good pace, and it, it, I hope you're proud of it. You should be. Um, she was using a one forty five thirty run walk ratio. Uh, our buddy Chad said that might be a little long, and experiment with that, Judy. Uh, that if you go to Jeff's site, that's about a twelve ten minute per mile pace for a half, something like that. Twelve ten, twelve fifteen. Jeff recommends thirty thirties for that, but experiment with what you're comfortable with. Cause I'm thinking back in the days when I was doing two ten halves, I was doing, uh, 90 thirties or, or one forty five thirties. So you might find that if you break that run segment down a little bit, you'll actually pick up some speed, but that's still a good pace. Sign up for wine and dine. And she says, Hey, my plan, since I'm in half marathon shape is to, run maybe a 10 miler every five weeks. And then when the training plan gets closer and the miles start to get bigger, jump in like that. But that 10 miler every five weeks will help me preserve my base. What do you think? 
ask my crew. I've got my own opinion, but I'll let you guys go first. What do you think? I think it's a really solid plan. You know, the one thing that I've learned over the last, you know, couple of years now doing the the customized uh, training program is that, you know, I always had it in my head that, okay, I, I do the Galloway plan, you know, that's on the Run Disney website for a half marathon. And then when I'm done with it, I just go ahead and when it's the next race, I just restart the program again from week one. And I'm like, because to me, that makes perfect sense. But in working with Coach Twiggs, you know, the one thing that I've noticed is, sure, you in theory could start over, but you've built up a base, you know, just yeah. as Judy, you know, puts in this message and you want to be able to maintain that base. Yeah. Um, you know, so I remember, and, and, and here is a perfect example of this. I remember being devastated when Run Disney canceled Marathon Weekend in 2021. And at that point, I was just signed up for the marathon. And I was was several weeks into the training program. And I think at that point, I had already hit 20 miles in terms of of the training schedule. Mm -hmm. And I remember being upset and then you know once i got my composure i called him up and i was like obviously i've been working this hard i don't want to lose what i've gained you know over these last couple of months you know what do you suggest and he's like we'll just keep going and every you know three to four weeks we're gonna have you do 20 miles so you don't lose that base and that worked for me that worked really really well so I think your your line of thinking is right on the track, and um, yeah, I think we'll do wonders for you. It's like money in the bank; you just keep depositing. Um, I think it's a good plan, but I've, I've got a real nuts and bolts suggestion, Judy, and I mean this sincerely and completely. At the expo, go see Coach Chris Twiggs. He'll be at Jeff Galloway's booth. Introduce yourself. Tell them Bob and Greg sent you, or they wanted you to ask Chris that question and see what he has to say. And he'll be ready for you because I know he listens to the podcast, so he'll, he'll be ex- he'll be expecting you. So if you don't show up, <laughs> he's going to be pretty upset. But yeah, we, we talk about customized training plan all the time. But even if you are not a member of the customized training plan, Chris would be happy to answer that question. And then the last thing Judy talks about is some knee injuries. I prefer not to talk about those, <laughs> but you'll be okay. That, that's why we okay. have the legal disclaimer at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, they hit, a, they hit a little bit home. And then she, uh, she wants to, wants us to talk a little bit about older runners. And then she mentioned ages like, like 59, 60 and 61. And I want to know what you kids are having trouble with. So, <laughs> oh, what, what can I say about older runners? Uh, I love the fact that we can still get out there. I, I, my motto is if you want to keep moving, you have to keep moving. And it really doesn't matter how fast. It's just the joy of being able to still get out there and do it when so many other folks our age either cannot or will not. And, uh, and I appreciate the ability to do that. Um, I know a couple of years back, I mean, maybe four or five years back, I was training for Dopey. Training for Dopey gets hard. We'll talk about that later. And I thought, you know, I'm probably one good injury away from not running anymore. Well, not true. 
I've had a couple serious injuries. I cannot wait to get back to it because, and the big reason is you guys, because I'd love this community and I want to be a part of it for as long as I can. Um, older runners maybe get injured a little more easily, maybe not. Uh, one thing for sure with older runners, and in this case, I'd say older runners start at about age 40, um, injuries take longer to heal. It just does. And when you get into your late 60s and you have a major injury and it takes a long time to heal, it gets very frustrating. But, uh, but you have to gather and you just have to accept that and move on. But, hey, Judy, great questions. Thank you for those. Uh, I hope that was a little help. If you took nothing else from that except go see Coach Twiggs, go see Coach Twiggs. John, what'd you have, buddy? Also, as an older, I was getting up to an older runner uh, myself, uh, stretching before and after, big difference. So, as long as we were talking about uh, stopping by to see Coach Twiggs, uh, I want to encourage everybody at the expo, now not at the Disney merch part of the expo. You're on your own there. <laughs> I'll be there, but I'm not going to be there early. John, you going there early? Uh, probably be there sometime on Thursday morning. Okay. Yeah, Good roughly fun. around like, you know, 5.36 a.m. No, I'm not that, I am not that bad. <laughs> I got there at 9.30 for Marathon Weekend. Okay. It doesn't open until 10, does it? Yeah, I uh-huh. made good t- made good time. I got in about eleven. <laughs> okay, I I've I've never done it. It when I lived up in Boston for a while back in the early '80s, the Filene's department store, which was a nice, a very high quality department store, would put their bridal gowns on sale in what was called Filene's basement. And I see Jen and Jennifer both shaking their heads. <laughs> Have you ever been part of that? No. No, but I've heard about it. Yeah. Same. Yeah, we were never part of it, but it was legendary. I mean, it is apparently a zoo, a free-for-all. Uh, and that's what I equate the opening hours of the expo to. Filene's basement. I, I actually was in Filene's basement, but not at, <laughs> not, not at bridal gown time. Okay, anyway. Uh, at the expo, see Chris, go see our friend, Pam. Uh, Pam is typically Pam Allison. Pam is typically over there with the fluffy fizzies booth. And she is usually, and I didn't check with her this time. Although I think she said she was in the same place. She's usually over there very close to where, um, uh, Jeff Galloway has his booth. And then finally, and I say this every time and I will say it every time that there's a run. If you know who Jeff Galloway is, if you've heard his name, whether you follow his plan to the T or whether you just kind of know who the guy is, do yourself a favor and go say hi to Jeff. You will not meet a nicer person. And, And again, I'm seeing some head nods here. Jen, have you met Jeff? I have. I, when I did my first marathon in 2018, I stopped by and saw him and he actually signed my bib. So my oh, yeah. first marathon, he signed for me. And we talked for, I don't know. I mean, much longer than I expected. He never oh, makes he'll give you feel plenty like, of time. Yep, yep. Yeah. So wonderful. Yes. I highly recommend stopping by to say hi to him. I always tell him, Jeff, you, teach, you treat me like I'm a member of the family when we, 
beat one another. And he does. Uh, so, yeah, do yourself a favor. Go see Chris. Go see Pam. Go see Jeff. There's a lot of other good things to see there, too. But do yourself a favor. Another thing happened this week. The virtual medals were revealed. At least the photos of the virtual medals were revealed. And I, I saw a lot of reaction online. Guys, what did you all think? Bob, hopefully at the expo, they'll be on display so we can get a live view of them. I'm, I'm not sure about it. Is it a snow globe? Is it a piece of plastic with like air bubbles being snow? Not sure. Yeah, I, I'm going to be real interested to see if, you know if they are on display. I mean, the one thing that I've always thought of in terms of the virtual run series is – I mean, yes, you know, you're you're paying, you know, to have the metal shipped to you and stuff like that. And, and I remember watching, you know, Gerald Resnick's training videos. And the one year, he, I think it was the first year they did the virtual 5K series. And it was the, you know, the Mickey Mouse one and then the, I think the Pluto one or something like that. And I remember him unboxing them. And they were okay. You know, you know, it was obviously, you know, not the the same you know, TLC that's, you know, given to, you know, a physical run Disney race medal. Um, you know, so, you know, I would always say was it's always been like a step below, you know, a true race medal. So I understand people's disappointment, but I also, you know, don't think that they're the worst things in the world either. You know, I, I'm, you know, really mixed on. So, but again, you you really can't form, a true opinion until you see it live in person, you know, just seeing a, a yeah. 2d image of it, you know, those very well also could have been renderings as well too, you know, so, you know, that they could look vastly different. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you know, kind of compared to when Disney releases, you know, concept art, you know, for a new ride or hotel or something like that. A lot of times it doesn't truly pan out to be, you know, what the, you know, the finished final product is. So I think we just got to take a wait and see approach on that. Yeah, I think so too, Greg. Yeah, last year's medals when they did them for the Lion King, you saw them and they you, they looked good, and you had no what do you call it? Uh, you knew exactly what they were going to look like. Here, you're still not sure. That's that's the only thing I think everybody's kind of concerned about. Jennifer, are you a virtual runner for the virtual summer runs? I haven't done that one. You know, I I did the uh, virtual Boston this year. Oh yeah, that's. And uh, that was, <laughs> that's one, cool. Yeah, that was kind of, I'm not real into that, but I wanted something to kind of keep me motivated. Cause yeah. I was that kind was of like, unique what, opportunity, like, wasn't it? right. And, and I was kind of like what Greg was saying earlier with the, if I wasn't signed up for something, I wasn't really following anything. And I really wasn't doing anything. And I would start over every time. And I was not having that, that base level and, I'm trying to get out of that headspace and, you know, try to keep more of an even, you know, can do this whenever, pick up, just go. So that was kind of a motivation for me to do that. But I'm not real big in the virtual. I've done some. I've, I've never done a Disney virtual. Jen, have you? Yeah, we, my family, we do them because I've got the kid. Like, that's fun for the kids. Yeah, um, yeah that's cool. Yeah. We normally will just buy one set and then... You know, we say, well, you, okay, you still have to run them all summer long. Um, and then everybody kind of picks out what their medal, like which one they want, since my family is a family of four. So it works out nicely um, with those. But um, I don't even think about that. That's a neat thing. I, I like that. Good for you. Yeah. 
So my daughter's very excited because Frozen was her first um, movie oh. in the theaters. So oh, <laughs> very nice. Very Hope, I'm hoping they look nice. <laughs> yeah, mine was old yeller, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, Dad briefed me up. Dad briefed me up going in. Up. Oh. Yeah. Dog dies at the end. I just want you to know that. I want you to get too upset. Okay, Dad. I don't know how old I was. I'd have to, I'd have to look it up. I'm going to guess six. I don't know. A real quick word on the weather for the weekend, which is always silly. I do this all the time. I say, I know what the forecast is. By the time the podcast releases, you just look up in the sky and you know what the weather is. Okay, so I'm not going to guess what's going to happen. I really, really hope that we avoid the thunderstorms, but we will or we won't. One thing, I was at Disney World last weekend. One thing I noticed, me personally, we always talk about hydration. I don't think there's a problem with staying hydrated on the race courses. I think the uh, the rest stops are ample and well-spaced, but it is so easy to get dehydrated just walking around Disney World. A thousand percent, yep. Yeah, because you don't, you don't stop and get the sip of water and yeah. So be mindful of that. I'm not going to lecture everybody. We all know how important hydration is, but just be mindful of that. Jen, what you got? Well, as I say, and I, you guys have probably said this before when you've talked about Disney, but just a reminder that you can always get free water at all the quick service places. So don't have an excuse. No, no, you may right. not want to pay for the, you know, if you haven't carried in your own water or whatever, but you can always pop in and grab water anytime. Mm-hmm. Good point. Greg? And to piggyback what uh, Jen just said about that, the one thing that I learned, I think it was for Marathon Weekend, is sometimes Disney will actually have like water off to the side, you know, for like little cups or like for you to, like, to fill your water bottle up. The, the, the one example that I can give is uh, this past trip when I was at Hollywood Studios, I was having lunch at Ronto Roasters. And off to like the far left hand side, they had like a decorative water jug and they had like, you know, the little, you know, Disney parks cups, you know, that you see all over property, you know, so that way, if you just need something to drink, but there was nobody policing it there. So obviously, you know, if you have like a water bottle or something, you know, just, you know, go up there and fill. I'm sure they don't have a problem with it. The other thing I would suggest too is again, as Jen was saying, any quick service restaurant will give you water. And again, over time, those cups have gotten smaller, but the (laughs) suggestion that I was going to make was, is try to find a quick service location that offers uh, the unlimited fountain beverage refills. Uh, You know, so like a couple examples there in Epcot, the, the Regal uh, Eagle Smokehouse, Backlot Express in Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, I think there's one at Satuli Canteen. I can't think of any any for Magic Kingdom off the top of my head. But one of those where you get a cup and it can be refilled over and over and over again. Obviously, there's water on those machines as well. Uh, so those are good places to stop, you know, grab a cup and uh, or, you know, fill up your water bottle. Speaking of staying hydrated, I'm going to end this section with a reminder. And I'll do this again at the end of the episode. Meet and greet. Meet and greet at uh, Dockside Margaritas, Friday, 2 p.m. Now, I think both 2 and 3 p.m. are still floating out there on the Facebook sites. I'm not sure. I tried to fix that. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll be there at 2 p.m., and if you show up at 3, chances are real good. I'll still be there just getting hydrated. That's all. Okay, so we'll do that. 
So we hope to see you at the meet and greet. I always look forward to that, man. That's I love that part. But let's move on. It is time for the race report. Okay, let's take a look at who was running last week. And we had a couple folks. First, we had Joe. First Joe mentioned, I think, of the show. I think there'll be another one here in a little bit. Uh, Joe was doing not a virtual, but a real run. Joe was doing the Elvis Costume 5K, which started at the Fort Chaffee Barbershop. We talked about the significance of that last week. Joe stayed true to his word and did not dress like Elvis, but he did finish that run. Good way to go, Joe. Saw some nice pictures that Amy posted from her half marathon, the Lee Valley Run Fest over in London, England. Nicely done, Amy. That looked great. And Ruth finished a half marathon out in Irvine, California. The Reaching for the Cure half marathon to benefit pediatric cancer. Now, the week before that, our two special guests tonight finished the New York City half. And since that's a uh, that's a big run, that was one of the reasons we wanted Jen and Jennifer to join us tonight and tell us uh, some of their thoughts on how things went at New York. So let's take it from the top. Let's take it from arriving in the Big Apple. And how'd you get there? Where'd you stay? Neither one of you are local to that area, so you had to travel. Um, Jennifer, you want to start? Sure. Um, we flew in on Friday and uh, we stayed in uh, Midtown was where we ended up staying. Oh, wow. So it was it was nice. It was a good location for us to be in. Um, we ended up going I had you know, we had to make appointments to pick up our bibs, oh, which wow. was something new. We had never been through that before. So um, I went on Saturday to pick up my bib and in the, in the morning and you would get to do kind of the expo-y thing at that time. Okay. Expo is very different than what the experience of like a Disney one is. Um, you know, you go into this building, you kind of go on one area to pick up your bib and, you know, you can take some pictures. They have a little like map out on the table kind of thing and you can take pictures your names on a wall which was really cool they have all the people that were going to run you know so that was that was cool um then you go to like another area where they have all the merchandise and everything then you go to another area where they have you know the shirts and things that you can buy so it's it's all kind of chopped up and it's a little different um you know, I mean, the, the Disney ones, you know, you go into one building for your shirts in one area and then, right. you know, the main part, this was a little different. Um, they also, I didn't find there was a whole lot of merchandise left over when I was there and I was there Saturday, which I thought was kind of early, but uh, very limited on, you know, the shirts that you could buy, uh, the jackets and different things that they had. Most sizes were not available. That's disappointing. Uh, so yeah, that was that was kind yeah. of interesting that you know that that's happening at Disney as well too these days. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Jen, how about you? Uh, once you get in, where'd you stay? So, we flew in on Friday morning, and it kind of started out a little stressful because at 11 p.m. Thursday night, I asked my husband, "Hey, what time do we need to leave for the airport in the morning?" 
he opens the Delta app and they had canceled our flight without telling us. Oh, no. We oh, didn't fun. have, we did we had no notification, like nothing. Um, and we had both booked it. Like he had, he had some like work points and I had some other points. So we had booked them separately, but neither of us received notification and they had rebooked us to not get there until Saturday night. Um, oh, oh. And we were like, whoa, 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 what is happening? This is terrible. So he and I frantically got on the computer. Um, thankfully, we, we were supposed to fly into LaGuardia, ended up flying into JFK just so we could still get there. Um, like we, I think we were an hour later than originally planned. So we got there Friday um, afternoon. And like Jennifer said, I had um, scheduled my, you had like a one hour time slot to come in. Um, you well, also that, that, was, that was probably a COVID thing, right? Yes, because you had to yeah, show okay, your yeah. vaccination stat. Like, like you, there was a bunch of things you had to show. Like, you had a you had a mm-hmm. QR code and different things to get in. Like, so we I could only go in. Nobody else could go in with me. They mm-hmm. only allowed mm-hmm. runners in. Wow. Um, and so I did that um, at like four o'clock on Friday. Um, and I will say, Jennifer, even going there at four o'clock, everything was very much already picked over as far as merchandise. So I think people had gotten there very early. Um, I don't know if this is how they normally do the expo for the half. Um, like I said, I had done the full marathon in 2019 and I know it was at a different location, but it was huge and it was all in one space. And, um, so this was very choppy, um, but I mean, it was nice. It was well run. Like it was smooth. It was easy to get around. Um, I had actually run the virtual last year in order to get an entry for this year. Okay. So right. they had they had a wall um, of the virtual runners from last year. So my name was on that wall, and it was on the wall for this year. So that was kind of fun. Oh, that's neat. To buy my yeah, name that's neat. So yeah. You got um, pictures by both. Yep. <laughs> Lots of, of course, I would too. I had to do by myself. Course, pointing at my name, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Good. We um, we stayed um, midtown as well. Well, kind of near like Central Park. We wanted to be. I wanted to be close to the finish line. So oh, I finish didn't... line. Okay, I was going to ask if you're close to the start, but you, you um, got close to the finish. No, I wanted. I I knew that you have to walk a lot to get out of there, and I said, okay, I want to be as close to the finish line <laughs> as I can. Well, that's, that sounds like a smart move. Uh, any trouble getting to the start of the race? Did, how, how did that work? Did you have time blocks or everybody start at once or, well, not obviously that doesn't happen, but how'd that work? How'd they stage the start? Um, so they had four waves, um, starting at, and then within each wave you had different letters. Um, so obviously like the elite started at, I think at 7 AM. Um, and then it kind of, you know, staggered from there. I was in wave three and, Wave three, if you were in wave three A, that would have started at 8.20. Um, I think by the time I started, it was like 8.30 in the morning. Um, I took the subway. Um, <laughs> my my Metro card got stuck and I literally watched the train leave. And so I had to wait 20 minutes to get the next train. I was like, no. Oh, nice. um, but it was really easy. I mean, it was just, I stayed on it straight to Brooklyn. Like it was, I mean, I didn't have to. Or any of that so it was easy how'd you do jennifer um i took the subway as well uh-huh. i am fortunate my boyfriend was with me and he's from new york so oh, that's, he, that's a lot of help he yeah. knows his way around really well and yeah. he's from brooklyn so it was it was easy he's just Perfect. he went with me that morning and and was uh was my escort till i got off the train um Beautiful. a bit of a bit of a walk to get to where you get off the subway 
to get to Prospect Park. You know, that, that was a bit of a walk. Um, I was in the last wave, so I was an 845 start. So it, it okay, was that's a, still not too bad. Yeah, well, not too bad at all. Um, I was a little, I mean, you know, you just follow the crowd. I, I mean, I'm yeah. not, I'm not up in the front, so I'm just like, okay, I get off the subway with everybody else. And it was, I mean, guys, when you talk about Disney, you know, walking to your corral, this made Disney look short. It was a <laughs> long, long walk to go all, I mean, you were weaving through the prospect park and lots of hills oh, wow. to get there. <laughs> and, oh, she whiz. And very long lines um, for the bathroom. I was very yes. nervous. I was oh. not going to make the start line. I think I stood in line for like, I mean, there was tons of, you know, porta potties and I still think I stood in line for 40 minutes. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I'd have to, I'd have to come out and get back in line, I think. <laughs> but uh, anyway. Um, all right. So that sounds like everything's good so far. I always like to ask, what struck you about the course? Was the course tougher than you expected? Was it easy? And I'm really always interested in hearing about, especially in an event like this, how was the crowd support? Um, you know, I mean, I'm a Florida person, so I'm used to flat <laughs> land. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Obviously, you know, the hills were a little more challenging. My only hill training was going over the overpass of 95 by my house. <laughs> I understand. So, you know, not a lot of hill training on my part. So that's a little more challenging. Um, you know, fortunately, I had done the event in 2019. So I had a little bit of, of knowledge of what to expect. Um, you know, I, I still I, you know, I'm a run walker, you know, I, I'm definitely sure. I'm not a, a straight out runner. So, you know, I, I take my walk breaks and I did take some longer breaks on some of those bridges. That's fine. That's smart. Um, yeah. So, you know, that, that part was good. Um, the crowd I thought was great. You know, there, there were stretches where, you know, going through Brooklyn, you had people that were on the street that were cheering you on. Uh, Times Square obviously is amazing because you have people yeah. lining like the whole Times Square and, and that's great. And then in Central Park as well, you have a lot of people, you know, when you're going across the bridges and parts of like FDR, not as many people out there, you know, obviously just because you're on okay. the street. Um, yeah. But there definitely was a lot of crowd support. That was going to be the question I was going to ask is obviously the New York City half, you know, the main highlight of that is it's, I, I think, one of the very few New York City races where you actually do get to run through Times Square. What other, you know, New York highlights, um, you know, are along the, this course? I mean, you do, you obviously start in Prospect Park um, in Brooklyn, which is a big one. Going down, like when you turn on 42nd Street, you run past um, Grand Central Station and um, the UN. Yeah, the UN. The UN, that's neat. Yep. Very cool. Um, and like Jennifer mentioned, obviously Times Square and Central Park. Um, trying to think, if I'm, I feel like I'm forgetting. I know that there was one picture of me that had, um, you know, the 9-11 Memorial like tower in the background. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, you, you run along the river. So the course support just, I am always blown away at New York. Um, like it, there is just people everywhere. I, um, I had my name on my shirt again and 
people just, I mean, it's just unbelievable how many people will cheer for you, say your name, um, perfect strangers. Like it's just, it's really, really cool to see how many people just come out and cheer for strangers. So, um, and, and a lot, I mean, throughout the whole course, like Jennifer said, like there's, you know, very few spots where there's not someone cheering for you. And it's, I actually wore my Dopey 2019 shirt and I had some people going Disney, Disney. And I started talking to this one couple when we were getting close to the finish line and they were like, are you going to bring it springtime surprise? And I said, no, I'm not doing that one. And we start talking. They live 40 minutes from me. <laughs> so oh, I'll be darned. it was really funny. You know, I'll be darned. That's cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm glad you wore that shirt. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> About the finish, anything significant about the finish that you remember? Um, it's hard. <laughs> um, oh yeah, why? Um, it's um, rolling hills all the whole finish. You finish in Central Park yeah. where, and they tease you. <laughs> I don't know if this is good or bad, but they will show you like, you know, you've hit, you've got 800 meters to go. And then oh like, you've God. got 400 meters to go. And, <laughs> keep like, and it's one more hill and it's one more hill. And, um, you know, people are cheering for you, but it, it, I don't know why. It just feels like the longest stretch seeing it's those killer, signs. Yeah. It sounds like it's not that much further, but you're like, oh, 400 meters still. I'm so tired. I just want to get to the finish. Uh-oh. And your 400 meters are like this. Oh, uh, uphill, straight uphill, huh? <laughs> yeah. You know what? This That's like the end of Jeff Galloway's run in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It finishes in, I can't remember. What's the name of the park? I can't remember right now. It's not that the hills are tough in the park. They're not. Uh, there's a tough hill getting into the park mm-hmm. that Jeff's run, but you get in there and you figure, all right, I got it made. No, you don't. You don't have it made. You got to finish. But uh, yeah, so so it's hilly. Uh, it's hilly in Central Park, and it's a tough finish. And you're across the finish line. I'll bet they had medals. This time they did. <laughs> yeah, good. So another little interesting fact: the first New York City marathon was all run in Central Park. Oh, so, oh is that right? Uh, 26 miles through those hills. Yeah. Oh, wow. Did you know that, John, or were you just on Google? I knew it from a fact. That's <laughs> I, I knew it from a fact. I was looking at something the other day and said, well, you know, the first marathon was in 26 miles through Central Park. Oh, wow. So I would say maybe one question to you know wrap up the whole race weekend for you is, Take your experience on the course of the New York City half, compare it to other, you know, whether it's Disney runs or local runs or other races that you travel to, where does it lie in your pecking order of, you know, races that, you know, you've run in the past? That's a great question. Um, I, I loved it. I mean, I have to say this is, I've done it twice now. I absolutely loved it. Um, as challenging as it was, I, I really did. I enjoyed the experience. You know, the energy was very different. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm still a, a Disney run girl and those will always have my heart, you know, yeah, and, there you and, go. Yeah. and are my favorite. Yeah. I certainly understand that. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and I, we didn't talk about this, but we really lucked out with the weather. Um, it was supposed to rain all weekend. Um, and we got really, really lucky. Um, ended up being Good. really nice, um, like not too cold. And the wind held out um, for the most part. It got a little windy the second half, but not terrible. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, I I just there's something special about New York races. I don't know if it's I just the energy is really really fun. But but yeah, I agree. There's you know Disney is you know I'm a Disney girl, so <laughs> it's my favorite. But, but yeah, but I mean, I highly recommend this to people. I think it's just a really um, it's a it's just a cool opportunity. I mean, when can you say you've run through Times Square and different parts of New York? So very very cool. No, it's, race. A, it's a neat thing. It's a neat thing. It sounds like you had a great time. I'm happy for both of you. Look forward. I still look forward to seeing you back in uh, Disney World. But that's great. Thanks for coming along and sharing those with us. I would point out that we had three other friends that I know of who were there. Uh, that would be Lynn, Micheline, and Jonathan. Lynn and Micheline are already at Disney World, and because you have to have a computer to get onto the program that we use to record this podcast, they couldn't join us. And Jonathan's in Israel, and we had a little bit of a time problem there. Plus, we had Jonathan on a while back when he ran the marathon, so we didn't leave him out. But I, I didn't want to omit those folks either. Okay, guys, it's time for what is becoming one of my favorite things to do prior to a Disney run, and that's the roll call. So, you know, by now, I hope, and we started this back with wine and dine. So I hope by now you know what to do. When you hear your name, stand up. We'll hold all our pause till all the names are read. And then when they're done, we can sit back down. Okay. We're going to start with the challenge. The challenge is unique this time. The challenge is all three races this weekend. That's something a little different for Disney. Jennifer, you got the challenge list. Go! Alicia, Avery, Bonnie, Bridget, Christina, Jeff, John, Lori, Lexi, Lynn, Mark, Natalie, Nikki, Pamela, Rodney, Margaret, and Tara. Yay! Round of applause. All right, you can all be seated. Uh, Alicia wanted me to make sure everybody knew that she was a perfect challenge runner for the springtime surprise. And uh, <laughs> let's see, we got John in there. Lexi, Lexi's coming back from Paris on Wednesday and heading to Disney in Orlando on Thursday. I think that's interesting. Uh, I'm sure our buddy Pamela has all of her costumes out. Pamela, the costume uh, queen. She, and she really does a good job. And not on our list, but I do not want to leave them off because I know they're going to be there. Our friends from the We'll Run For podcast. Tom, Diana, Michael, and Aaron. They're all there. I'm pretty sure they're all doing the challenge. I'm going to give them credit for it. And if I'm wrong, I know they'll let me know. Okay. Next, the Tower of Terror 10 miler. Jen, go for it. Okay. We've got Allie, Allison, Casey, Dean, Heidi, Jackie, Jennifer, Jen. Megan, Pamela, and Shannon. Shannon, great. Thank you. Uh, Allie's running with, I know Allie's running with Shannon because Shannon is smashly. And uh, I also noticed Allison, she's been on the Facebook group. Allison's going to try and do this in a boot. Now, wow. I, yeah, I've, I've never tried that. I had Doc talk to me about doing a marathon in a boot. He said, you can try it. People do it. Ah, uh, shucks. I think, I think it's going to be hard 
Allison, one thing, don't let it throw your gate off too much. And you've been in the boot for a while, I'm sure. So uh, what can happen there, you can end up hurting your hip or something. But hey, do your best. And if you, if you can't finish it, nobody's going to think any less of you. That's that's mighty tough. But I'm proud of you for trying. That's pretty cool because Greg's going to go with the 10K list. And the first name you have there, Greg, is? Allison. So not only is she doing the 10-miler, she's also doing the 10K along with our fearless leader, Bob, who we know is going to do a great job regardless of how far you get. Uh, Joining them is also our friends we had on the podcast previously, Dean and Judy. And the last person uh, we want to mention is my cousin, Brett. This is going to be his first run Disney race in a couple of years. I know he's been training real hard for it. So, Brett, I know you got this, but uh, that is our list for the uh, Race to the Taste 10K. Thank you. I'll be looking for Brett. I don't know what he looks like. You can tell him what I, <laughs> you can tell him what I look like. Um, he told me he loves the race report. So, uh, he was okay. glad. Well, we, we, glad we, got, we, got we got him, him on to the list. Uh, I'm glad we got him in, here. Greg. Yeah. Thanks for doing that. That's cool. Um, yeah, Dean and Judy will be there. It'll be good to see them. I, I know I cannot do it. I tried to sign up for the 5K, but I missed it by like two minutes. I logged in. Well, I logged in early, but I think I didn't get into the queue until 2.19, and the 5K was sold out by 2.17. So I, I know I'm not going to finish. I've never had that. It'll be my first opportunity to tell you what it's like to ride on the parade bus, and I'll have that report for you next week. All right, let's wrap it up, John. You got the 5Ks and the virtuals, please? Yes, we have the 5K. Uh, Diane's doing her first 5K, and if it all goes well, she said she will probably do uh, Marathon Weekend's 5K. Good. Uh, Laura is doing something. We're not sure, but uh, she'll be out there doing something this weekend. And, of course, we have our virtual runners, and, you know, number one on the list is Joe. Joe will be doing this virtually. He's actually starting it a little early this week because I think Joe's doing a race this weekend. He, he probably is. I think he's doing a half. Actually, I think he's doing a half this week. Oh, weekend. is that right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Robin's doing uh, a virtual. Yes, she is. And uh, I'm sorry, Laura, if you told me what distance you were doing, I, I didn't catch it. So, But at least we got your name in there. And uh, if you see me down there, you can yell at me for not knowing what you were doing. That'd be okay. I will. I will not take it personally, I promise. Well, thank you, gang. I enjoyed doing the roll call. I think it's fun. And I hope our listeners enjoy it also. Okay. Also, now that we we have others running this weekend, uh, let's take a look here on April 2nd. And I need to check. I think that's Saturday. Yep. That is Saturday. Thank you, Greg. Uh, Michelle. Michelle is running the Publix women's race in savannah i don't have a distance down for that michelle but i know you'll let us know you'll put some photos up there show us your medals and we look forward to that oh there's joe john joe is doing the bentonville half marathon in bentonville arkansas Uh, that's a live event so he'll be doing that I'm i'm gonna come back to joe in just a minute let me finish this up here uh, run the bluegrass in Lexington, Kentucky. Brandy's running there. And again, I'm remiss, Brandy. I don't have the distance on that one either. But please let us know. And our very own Greg is doing the Cherry Blossom 10-miler in Washington, D.C. 
Greg, I, I just hope that the blossoms are still on the trees when you get there. I'm not trying Me to be too. Funny. Uh, I think they peaked earlier this week. Correct. Uh, apparently, uh, my uh, best friend who uh, works for the Department of Agriculture down there, uh, he took these gorgeous photos uh, this past weekend of the cherry blossoms with all the monuments in the background, and he texted me to tell me that apparently th- this year was a record that all the trees bloomed 10 days early. Wow. So uh, l- let's hope that there's still something remaining by the time we run on Sunday. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, I know you have a good time regardless. Yeah. But uh, that would be very special. And I said we're going to come back to Joe. Joe sent me a uh, a message and he said that starting in April and going through April to the end of May, he is going to be leading a group of walkers who are going to be training for a 5K run on May 26th. I can't think of a better person to do that. I think that'd be great. I know he'll have fun. I know he'll be good at it. And I think that's really cool. So that finishes our race report for the week. It also brings the run Disney season this, the springtime surprise brings the run Disney season to a close, but we're not going anywhere. we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I mean, wine and dine registration has already occurred. Marathon weekend registration is up on the 19th. And before you know it, it'll be the end of June and we'll be training for either wine and dine or we'll be training for marathon weekend. So we got plenty to talk about. we got plenty of guests lined up in the next couple of weeks. So, We'll be having fun, even though the run Disney season is over. So we're fixing to wrap it up for episode 25. Jen, Jennifer, gosh, I'm glad you joined us. I knew it was going to be fun, and it really was. Uh, Glad you got to stay with us for the whole show, and we appreciated hearing about the New York City Half Marathon. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. It was fun. You're, You're welcome. You're welcome. I look forward to having you back. I look forward to seeing you down at Disney World. Uh, one last reminder, and this will be the very last reminder, meet and greet Friday, uh, Disney Springs, Dockside Margarita. I do realize two things. Number one, the weather's probably not going to be great. I also realize it's a park day for most folks. There's no races scheduled for that day. Regardless, my plans are to head over to the expo around noon, talk with Chris Twiggs and Jeff Galloway, visit with my buddy Pam, go over and talk to the guys at the Athletic Brewing Company. I've been drinking one of their non-alcoholic beers for most of the podcast here tonight and uh, just enjoy myself over there. Friday's usually very quiet at the Expo. That wraps it up, gang. Hey, it was fun. Thank you for hanging around. If you like what you hear, leave us a review. It'll really help us out. I look forward to seeing you at the Springtime Surprise. I'll be the tall old guy lined up for the uh, 10K wearing a long sleeve orange shirt because I don't plan to run. I'll just be walking. So I hope to be not too hard to find. So I hope to see you there. If not, till we meet again, happy running, gang. Talk to you next week. The Rise and Run podcast discusses general information about Run Disney and is in no way affiliated with Run Disney or the Walt Disney Company. Any information or advice discussed on this podcast should not be considered medical advice and should always consult with your healthcare provider or event organizer.